and welcome to Otaku Digest. I'm your host, Dale Pollard, and I'm joined with Matthew Fallon. I'm back. And Ashley Bush. Thank God. I've got all, I've got three of us now. Not just the two of us. Boys are back in town. Boys are back. No? No one joining in? I was, well, I was hoping you were going to introduce Bush first and then introduce me and I was going to go, two's company, three's a fuckload of fun. Because Sarah Michelle Gellar says that in a movie that I can't remember the name of. That's yeah. why I didn't bring it up. I couldn't remember <laughs> yeah. the name of it. So <laughs> you basically, you just gave some reference with no reference by it. I'm sure <laughs> there someone we go. will know it. I'm sure someone will know it. <laughs> One of our three uh, listeners. Yeah. But we've been up to 23, mate. What are you on about? Did we get 23 um, listeners last episode? Something like, well, someone watched an episode eight times. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's probably me. <laughs> Obsessing. <laughs> I'm back. I love um, the sound of my own voice. Do you? <laughs> um, what have Never we been guess. up to? I've moved house and bought a PS4 and watched a lot of anime. That's pretty much me. <laughs> How'd the house move go? Grim. Yeah, mate, in this heat as well. Grim. I know, yeah. <laughs> this heat. I got mental. a sunburn. I, last Saturday, I climbed, climbed 83 flights of stairs. I like how you counted as well. I, know I mean, I I mean you're legit walking up the stairs. One, one. two. Yeah. That no, one doesn't um, count. <laughs> my phone does it automatically. Uh, yeah, so I'm not that I'm not that weird. So have you got your own like little uh, yeah, geek room now? Um I've got my I've basically it's like the same as last time, I've got a little geek corner. Um <laughs> what? Nobody puts Fallen in a corner. <laughs> baby <laughs> is it wrong that i actually got that reference i mean yeah, we i all did, honestly we? feel fucking ashamed that i know that reference <laughs> come on let's we are nerds. man this up here can, can we please talk about football and not dirty dancing oh, in case did the game last night yeah <laughs> do you watch the game eh, lads uh, <laughs> football's coming home lads what are we saying yeah man definitely still believe in it yeah yeah still, still believe. believe it's only been what 52 years so, uh, he's yeah. counting. <laughs> Fallon's not he's counting after ten. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's definitely we're in, in for a shout now. Got, yeah. I mean, it's one of them. On Wednesday, we've got Croatia, but I've got Croatia in the works pool, so it's one of them. If... So you winning either way? Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if well, no, because we're going to beat Croatia and go out in the final. Let's be honest. Well, <laughs> no, Mate, be, it's got to be, be like Croatia. Belgium or France, hasn't it? I reckon we'll get past Croatia. I, I've got belief that we'll get past Croatia. I think Belgium will beat France, and I think we'll beat Belgium. You that reckon? would be amazing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mate, fucking Lukaku and um, De Bruyne, Hazard. Mate, they would fucking ruin our defence. I'll yeah. take you Lukaku, and I'll uh, raise you Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But Kane hasn't got the ability of fucking Hazard or uh, De Bruyne feeding him in. I'll take your hazard, and I'll raise you Lingard. <laughs> oh, Lingard! You can keep your you can keep your Lingard, yeah, and I'll uh, settle. Um, take you De Bruyne, Henderson. Oh fuck! Who's off. that? Who the fuck's Henderson? <laughs> don't even know who that is. I don't know, but Fallon's just got millions of Liverpool fans wet. Then <laughs> it's, it's, it's what I like to do. Yeah, but. Yeah, let's stop talking about football now. As uh, that's all I read on Twitter. Um, so 
We're obviously a gaming podcast, and have we actually played any games this week? I haven't. I've been nursing a four-day hangover, three-day hangover, whatever. Lost count again. <laughs> I managed to get I some mean, gaming I- done, Monday to Friday. Booshies, boosh, boosh will always have some gaming done. What about you, Fallon? And I've done a... But yeah, I've done a little bit myself. I've done um, Crash Bandicoot's uh, Insane Trilogies on the Switch. I've got that, and I've Was played... it insane? Ah. Uh... It's good. Come on, uh, it's got, we're all back together. You know what I mean. I've I've not missed this, Boosh, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, it come out. It's come out on everything on it. The insane trilogy. Yeah, was it already out on PS4? Yeah, sure. yeah, it was out. Yeah, but last now year, it's out on Steam, um, Xbox, and the Switch. It's the only one we care about is the Switch thing. Yeah. It's not a game I'm going to sit down and play at a desk or on a sofa. It's something I'm going to play when I'm at work, when I'm trying to ignore you on dinner break. Ah, uh, well, I've so, not uh, seen you for the past week, so uh, whatever. Well, that's a lie. Seen you yesterday. Yeah, shit, actually, that's a point. I don't remember yesterday, <laughs> though. I'm still quite drunk. <laughs> Hope my boss isn't listening. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, um, do you know, obviously... I'm sure we've all got fond memories of um, Crash Bandicoot and games like that, like your Spyros and Jack and Daxter and everything. And just for nostalgia's sake, I wanted to replay them. So I thought, yeah, do you know, it's a good Nintendo Switch game. It's a game that my daughter can play because it, it's her Nintendo Switch, as we all know. Um, sorry. sorry. And f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it says. So, I mean... I've not put a lot of time into it, maybe an hour or two. And I must say, um, it's it has aged and not for the better. Do you not reckon? So which? I just, I mean, I was just playing it and I thought, there's not much to it, is it? It's very basic. And it, it feels like, still feels like a late 90s game to me. I've, which one have you it, been playing? Because I've heard that the first has aged really fucking bad. And then the rest, the row okay. Right, so I've only played the first one so far because obviously I'm doing it in chronological order. Um, There's your mistake. <laughs> is it? <laughs> so your main gripe um, is that a game that was released in 1997 has aged badly over the last 21 years. Um, to be yeah. fair, though, right, actually, just to come in Fallon's defence a little bit, you know, like, you Please could still help. play Mario or you could still play... A lot of games that are out either then or before then and Pokemon have aged Red. better. I think that whole generation of the whole PlayStation 1 generation, though there is games that I still love nostalgically on that generation, um, haven't aged well. Because it was kind of like the beginning of 3D, especially like early PlayStation games. Like, have you ever tried to go back and play the original Tomb Raider? Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. Fucking shockingly bad. I concur. No, the only one I had problems with was uh, Soul Reaver. That was the only one I had problems with. What, and you thought the original Tomb Raider hasn't aged badly? Not to a point where it was more noticeable for um, Soul Reaver. To be fair, Dale, Boosh has aged badly anyway, so... Hand in hand. Fucking hard life. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> um, just quickly, getting back to Crash Bandicoot, um, it also seems a lot easier than I remember, but having said that, 27-year-old me is probably a better gamer than the 7 or 8-year-old me, so 
make of that what you will. You see, that's that's strange because again, like I've obviously like we all listen to podcasts and read gaming media and stuff, and a lot of people have said that the original's a lot harder than what they remember. Well, I mean, this is me we're talking about, so I suppose you can't really use me as I, I'm an anomaly, guys. Let's be honest. You do realise we do have video evidence of you playing games where you are totally dog shit. Well, you say that, where's the evidence? On Dale's PC. <laughs> I fucking hope to God it is. I hope to God it is. <laughs> Little does Dale know. Soon to be I on my Twitter it. page. <laughs> oh, don't. Um, uh, no, but, but... I, I've been playing the uh, Crash Bandicoot as well, uh, funnily enough. Um, oh, did you get the Insane Trilogy as well? I've got it for my PS4, haven't I? Oh, right, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got it for our PS4, Boosh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got it, because um, I just jumped on it, because I've not completed it yet, even though I've had it for like a year now. So I just went back and completed the first one, uh, Crash Bandicoot. I thought it was a lot harder than from what I remember. I died a fucking yeah, shitload yeah. of times. I re- from what I remember, you're running out the screen quite through quite a lot of it, aren't you? It's the whole jumping process when you're jumping from platform to platform, especially when, like, the platform you're jumping on is literally the width of Crash Bandicoot. It's fucking impossible. Yeah, but for a, and a never alone um, veteran like myself and a Hollow Knight veteran, Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze veteran, it's it's fine. Never alone? Which one was that? Is that the... That- I- that's the one with the Inuits. You're not allowed to say Eskimo anymore. That's the one with the, yeah, the Inuits. <laughs> I like how you shout <laughs> that one out. <laughs> like, it's this fucking, like, Hallmark game. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Did you know it? What's that got to do with it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I played, uh, I can't even remember what the title was again. Never Alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Hollow Knight veteran. Fuck me. I was watching you on Switch play Hollow Knight. You cannot call out that like you... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was bad, that. Fucking hell. Completed it. <laughs> it's, it's like Captain Jack Sparrow. You might be the worst pirate I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. Yeah. <laughs> Never alone. Mm. Whoops. Um, but, yeah, so how much was it? It was a full-price game, wasn't it, on the Switch? 35 quid, I think. Oh, was look, it? I thought it was like 50 cheap, quid. For the Switch, it is. No, it, if, if it had been over 45, I would have been like, no chance. Yeah. How's it played? Got and a cut point, guys. Um, fine. I mean, it's not like it's going to be a difficult game to run, because it's obviously late 90s PS1 tech in it, so the Switch can piss that out quite easily. Yeah, but the thing thought. is, is that they've completely revamped it, though, haven't they? Look-wise. To be honest, I mean, obviously, I'm sure if I went back and played the PS1 version, I'd agree with you. But playing this, it, it still looks dog shit. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they've they've not Shadow of Colossus. Oh fucking hell! It's not. It's but, not like Dark Souls. Colossus, <laughs> but they have made slight improvements. But slight nothing improvements? to write home about. Are you having a giraffe? Mate, it's one of those though, isn't it? It's like I was saying to you before, Bish. It's one of those that, is it, well, yeah. in your mind's eye, something old looks better than what it actually did. Whereas I reckon if he actually went back and played the original, he would see yeah. the improvement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would. But it, they've, they've just cleaned it up a bit. They've not done anything dramatic with it, really, let's be honest. Debatable. I mean, I don't know. Mm. I've not played it. 
I've got no interest in playing it either. I fucking hated Crash Bandicoot when it first came out and still hate it now, so Boom. whatever. I d- I'll stick to my Mario on my Nintendo platform. Fuck the Bandicoot. Oh. But game I do want to talk about, though, or at least listen about, is you've bought... I, d- I don't even know how to pronounce this, Boosh. Is it Ease? Ease, yeah. Y-S. Make it that what you will. Y-S. It's not even a word, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so... Ease 8, which is an RPG that's just come out on the Switch. Or come out on everything, but it, you bought it on the Switch. Yeah, it's literally come out. I think it only just come out on the Switch. Um, for what I know, it was prior to that. It came out on the PS Vita in 2016. No. Yeah? Surely not. Is it that old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, because yeah. I know it was out on, like, I didn't know. I literally did not know. Like, when I purchased this, I thought I was buying, like, a Switch game. I thought it was just coming out on the Switch. And then I was playing it, and I I thought, because, like, when I I think I mentioned to you, I was playing it handheld version, and it was kind of like, it was, oh, God, it was really bad. Well, I won't say really bad, but there was a lot of quality drop in um, the game, like, Especially when you're near like a waterfall, like in the early parts of the game, there's like a like a little river, and when you cross it, the quality drop. It's a bit like do you know when you're watching a next a Netflix film and your connection drops or your connection gets lower and the picture yeah, it goes grainy. Yeah, it was like ah, it went dead grainy, and I was like, what the fuck? But every time I was going near like uh, the water. Um, so, I mean, in a good way, it kind of made me set up my dock to stream, because then I started streaming it in the dock. Um, but the water... Te- Sorry, do you mean streaming as in... Um, Twitch stream. On Twitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you not have to pay to do that for Nintendo games? No. No, it's if you earn money off it, don't Nintendo, like, claim part of it or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, I was in, I'm in the dock view now, and it looks a lot sharper. I could tell a difference straight away. Um, but when you get when you still go near water, the texture, the texture on the water is like really bad, like to the point where you can it's noticeable that it used to be a PS Vita game. If it would have said yeah. to me like, and this you is- are right by the way, yeah, July twenty first, two thousand sixteen, Vita in Japan. It come out in September 2017 in America and EU. Like, no way did I know this was a Vita game. I didn't even know it was that old. Yeah, I I wasn't aware. But then, because obviously when I first started playing it, I was like, wow, this is like a Switch game. It doesn't look you know, like just, a Switch game. Sorry, just to jump on just one more thing. Shockingly as well, it didn't come to Windows PC until like April 16, 2018, which is like... Didn't YS start, or Yeez, or whatever you want to call it, didn't that start off as a PC game originally anyway? Um, if you want to be anal about it, um, Fam- Famicom. And, and Dale does. Uh, it, it, it first came out on the Famcom, which is like the Japanese um, SNES, uh, NES, which was like, 90, I think the first one came out like 1987. 87? Fucking hell, you well on it, you. Is that right, yeah? Yeah, it come out in on the PC eight eight oh one, Famicom. It come out on everything. No, to be fair, it come out on the Famicom after other stuff. After other I don't stuff. even know what these are. It's like PC eight eight oh one. Oh yeah, PC I think that was nine eight. I think that was a Japanese know. PC 
console that, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, all right then. So it would probably have come over to the West on like... It came over to the, the West fam- about 1989 on the Mega Drive. Or oh, Master System, was it? Master, Master System. Master System, yeah, yeah. Master System and uh, stars. Yeah, there's a history lesson, listeners, to a game that fucking you've probably never heard of. Um, <laughs> I must no, admit, I, mean, I am like, a little lost. <laughs> I only ever, like, I've only ever seen it, like, on Steam sales and stuff like that, or through Steam. I didn't even know that this was, like, a console game. Um, it's the only, it's the only time I've played it is on Steam. Uh, I've got pretty much, not all of them, but I've got quite a fair few of them. Um, God, I, I don't think I could even go through them all. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So sorry, I'll stop derailing your conversation. Let's bring it back to this game. So, <laughs> saying that, um, in handheld mode, it drops frame rate and stuff, and drops uh, resolution. Yeah, in handheld, definitely. I could, I could tell that. I could tell straight away when it was doing it. It was, it was kind of so, like hurt my eyes a bit. Like some so. Prior to, like, you buying this game, because this is, like, we spoke about last week, I tried to buy this game, but you bought the last one, Twat. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> um, prior to that, like, I did do a bit of research on this game, and a lot of people were saying that it actually runs better in handheld mode than you, that you get the frame rate issue when you run it docked, and you're saying it's the opposite. Yeah, strange. Unless it's just my eyes, I don't know. Uh, but when I was I, playing... I mean, you do wear, like, fucking magnifying glasses. Is glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe but like, when I played it doc, doc view it looks perfectly fine I mean you can tell if you go back on my, on my Twitch streams if you go on my channel there's still um, recordings there and yeah. I've only literally like the last one it looks better than the other two because my settings were pretty shit but yeah no issues well other than like the texture on the water looking like really bad but as I mentioned before you can tell straight away when when I was playing it, someone said to me, "Oh, it came out on the Vita." Um, someone was watching my stream. Was like, "Oh, it came out the Vita first. And then I was kind of a bit more forgiving on like the graphical issues because I thought to myself, "Right, if, play this game." I thought it was a Switch exclusive. Now that I know it's not a game that's been purposely made for the Switch, I can kind of let them issues slide a bit, even though it, yeah, cause it, it's just a part. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you I mean, can tell it's, it's... another one of those as well that, like, they'll probably patch it eventually or, like, they have probably already have patched it. You know, that'll make it run better anyway. Possibly, like, yeah. I mean, there's still seems a few to be, patches left to... Yeah, it, seem, it seems to be like that thing with this generation where, like, they'll just release a game no matter what state it's in and patch it out later. So it's, it's annoying that you have to forgive stuff like that. But, I mean, issues like that, probably won't be an issue in another four weeks time probably not i mean like i said at the moment playing i've not i've got no problem at the moment playing it doc um it's actually probably the first game on the switch where i've preferred playing it in doc than i have in handheld um zelda was that for me i could not play that game handheld it was fucking so annoying possibly Uh, maybe it's just that kind of game then like you know that kind of open because i'll get into the game now right okay so the story basically follows uh, a character called Adolf Christian, and unlike what you can say, Adolf Hitler. Then sorry, <laughs> I thought that. Was really <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was getting ready to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> so you play a character called Adolf Christian, and unlike the Final Fantasy games, uh, the Ease games follow 
the same character. So you've always in all these games you play adult Christian and you there's Stop no saying that name, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> so you he's basically an adventurer and he travels the world around with his um his sidekick called Dogi. With his Nazi army. His Nazi army. <laughs> yes. His Nazi army. Which in war everywhere he goes. <laughs> but he, he travels around with his second in command called Dogi. And on a sh- you start off on a ship and you're talking to the captain. He's mentioning about this island which is cursed. So you're like, oh, like, I want to take a look at it before we end up going to where we're supposed to be going. So as you're sailing past it, you ship gets attacked by like a it's either a, a giant octopus or a kraken and so you same thing same thing pretty much yeah <laughs> so you I don't know, but go your on. ship gets destroyed and you you wake up on this island shipwrecked so the story basically is you on this island this cursed island You've got to find the missing passengers that were aboard this boat and for each character that you find it kind of works a bit like if you ever played the um digimon games so, like, if you go out, find a missing passenger, they'll say, oh, I used to be, like, a, a tailor. So they'll start making your armor at your base. Yeah, so it's, it plays out, like, please don't use Digimon, like, Suikoden-type games, which were, like, fucking quality anyway. Never played them. So, like, basically in that, you would go around and collect characters, and they would come back to your base and almost, like, open another store or create something, like, in your castle. Yeah, you know, like, so pretty much like section that. to your castle. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Pretty much like that. Um, yeah. So you go around finding these missing passengers um, and basically try and increase your base on this island and at the same time trying to look for a way off the island. Yeah. So the very Metroidvania, um, all the Ease games have been Metroidvania. Um, Dale. So it's kind of like you've got this big open map and there'll be some... Areas that are, are inaccessible until you find an item that allows you to gain access. So, for example, the very first areas you can't access on this map are like there's like vines going up mountains, and you can't climb them vines until you find like a climbing glove. And this climbing glove will then let you access further into the map. But all yeah. all these games have been like that. It's probably the one thing that I've loved about the games, to be honest with you. So, from what I've read about it as well, like, it seems very, like, Diablo-esque as well, where, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm kind of really interested in this game. Would have probably already owned it, to be honest, if it wasn't for you. Again, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I heard that, like, you go around and you collect items, and it's a lot of, like, item grinding, and you get, like, you know, a million and one different weapons and armors and stuff that you can equip to, like, tune your skills you know fine-tune like your play style with each character right yeah um this is the one thing that i was gonna actually mention that which is very different to the previous ease games that i've played um normally these games were you can't you control one character and that was adult and you were ob- what, about, you ob- what about himmler and Goebbels? could you could you control them as well <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you could only obtain, like, three weapons, which like, your bronze, silver, and gold sword, or whatever. Some, something along them lines. But Gash chamber. Where is this? Where is this? We're going to lose... We're over in Africa, We're going <laughs> to fucking lose listeners here. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, but they've, they've completely changed, like, the mechanics on that side. Um, like, the battle system, for example, um, it was the, the originals were very much like old-school Zelda games for the, uh, the NES and the SNES. Um, whereas yeah. now, it's kind of, like, similar to... It's more of hack, hack and slash. So a bit, more, a bit similar to uh, the Tales of games. Yeah, and is it like one of these as well where like, so again, correct me if I'm wrong. So you have like four or five skills that you can have equipped at one time, which are like different attacks. Yes, that's but then correct. like, yeah. as you progress, you can unlock new skills, but yeah. then you can chop and change which skills you have. Like yeah. you can only have like five or six on it at the same one time, but you can fine tune like which works best for you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's correct. Yeah, yeah, and the more oh, the more God, you, you know what, just the more I know hear about this game, the more this is my kind of game. Like the, I love games like this, and obviously it's one of them as well. Like the more you use a certain skill set or a certain skill, the higher the level of that skill will become. So the more, it's one of them. Like it'll force you into using a certain skill to level it up it to become stronger is that like like skyrim so if you use a one-handed weapon your one-handed weapon level will just increase naturally <laughs> if you yeah if you want to use that kind of uh comparison then yeah okay i do <laughs> okay <laughs> it, it's one of the only two games that he's ever played so <laughs> oh, yeah. he's to kind of like keep it simple <laughs> whatever but uh, like um, i said about the weapons as well like the, the the way you obtain weapons in this game is entirely different than what has been in prior ones so now they've kind of like implemented because you're on a desert island obviously and there's no weapon shops around they can't really just stick a random weapon shop in the middle and go and oh you can purchase a new weapon here so instead of what they've done is like you one of the um passengers that you you find missing passengers will open up a weapon smith so they'll like if you go out around like, for every monster you beat you obtain um certain items from that monster and then you can obviously obtain certain items from the generated world so you'll have like tree stumps that you can attack and get sticks from and you can use these to kind of like build your weapons a bit like monster hunter then so each monster drops like a specific item so you could build a weapon that's yeah. specific almost like a trophy like i've killed this monster so i've got that weapon um it's not a weapon based on the monster that you kill it's a bit more simplified than that. So it'll be... So it's not like full-on Monster Hunter? No, no, it's not like full-on Monster Hunter. But in the sense of obtaining items from monsters and then using them items to in- to increase the level of your weapon and to um, upgrade your weapon, it's a lot like that in that way. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, a lot of the way that this game looks like in its gameplay, it reminds me... When I've seen like trailers of it or gameplay videos of it, it reminds me a lot like Monster Hunter anyway. You know, in um, Xenoblade Chronicles as well. Just like the way that you're kind of in like this almost alien world, you know, of like surrounded by all like this wild, you know, like native wildlife that to your characters seems weird. You know, like there's a lot of dinosaurs and like massive monsters walking about on this, isn't there? Yeah, obviously, um, these are monsters that haven't really appeared in previous uh, Ease games. Um, but like I said, I've only played like a handful of these games, so I don't know if like the monsters are as consistent. Um, but yeah, they yeah, seem yeah. This, they seem a lot more obviously because like the whole dynamic of the games changed from the last game I played. Um, 
obviously like the whole style of the game has has completely changed where it used to be like not complete overview but a bit like um the the view is very much like uh the Pokemon games where it's not overhead but it's not entirely behind third person either yeah, which is what it is now yeah, yeah, yeah um so whether or not because like the whole dynamic of the games change obviously the monsters look bigger the you know the uh the character what do you, what would you call it the um character models like the ratio, are a lot yeah like, like the way that it's the ratio between that and the like landscape and the monsters and stuff like, yeah exactly it's, it's a lot more detailed like the the models yeah. are a lot more accurate than previous games um yeah. but yeah yeah um, it, it just plays a lot different so, to previous games so then two questions then and then okay. we'll wrap up on this yeah um and i'll ask them both so one is the gameplay good enough to put aside the technical faults that you've mentioned with it? And two, do you recommend buying it? And who would you recommend it to? Oh, God. Um, right, okay, so first question, does the gameplay... In your opinion, obviously. In my opinion, um, yes. Yeah, I would say... Uh, the story, I can't really say at the moment because I'm not very much into it, but gameplay-wise, I am actually enjoy playing it, and you don't play a game for three hours straight on stream without enjoying what you're playing. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, def- I'll definitely say it, it, it is worth picking up. Um, if you're... Oh God, I wouldn't know what to say, what kind of style of game. I mean, obviously, if you're into ease games, definitely... Um, pick it up um tale tale of games um pick it up you know it kind of plays similar in the mechanic style of the battles um but yeah def- yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say and all these up. games are like basically but, jrpgs as well aren't they so would you say if you're a jrpg fan yeah i would definitely i mean um, i know like i but, mean there's other jrpgs other than a turn-based jrpg which a lot of people kind of attach to that term yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, the one thing I would say to keep an eye on really is the price. Had I known this game was a two-year-old game I, that was ported on the PS Vita, I probably wouldn't have paid the forty-one pound that I paid. Just for yeah. the simple fact that I think forty, forty, well, you know, forty-five pound, which is a lot of uh, retailers are asking for, and fifty quid on the e-store. It's far too much that for a game that came out two years ago. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like I say, start this conversation. I didn't even know it was out then, so we kept that quiet. Mm. Um, right, we'll move on from years anyway. So another game that Alan, I know you've played, and I've I've dabbled about ten fifteen minutes. Whatever it <laughs> um, is a typical Captain... day old playthrough. Yeah, <laughs> is there Captain Spirit? Obviously, this is. This is meant or has been portrayed as like a prequel to what is it? Life is Strange. Sorry, yeah, like an un, an unrelated prequel that will possibly tie in to the sequel. No, they have said that it will um, tie in to Life is Strange yeah. too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, because they did say that, yeah, yeah. Which is like basically, it's like the PT of Life is Strange. Oh, was it? Get reference. Well done. <laughs> It's not scary. <laughs> it's a playable trailer, so uh, still a fact. Um, yeah, it's like a free play of playable trailer. Um, no achievements, which is a bit disappointing. Yeah, 
Really? Is that the only the thing? Is, real. is that the only thing that was disappointing <laughs> about the game? Well, <laughs> Alan's opinion, but don't worry, I'll weigh in. <laughs> no, so I think the full titles is the adventures or the amazing adventures of Captain Spirit. Something was it amazing? You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, amazing. So it's it's obviously in the Life is Strange universe, which has got you know it, it breaks reality a lot of the time. It's about a ten-year-old boy who is a Macaulay Culkin lookalike. <laughs> Who's got like a vivid imagination? Sorry, go on. Gonna cut in straight away. Hundred percent Macaulay Culkin lookalike. I was like, I've not heard anyone else mention that until you've said that. Then I was like, how's no one said that? Like, it's fucking Home Alone. Well, that's maybe why I liked it so oh, much. Oh, he's not Home Alone. Home he's alone. home with his abusive drunk father. But uh, whatever. Is, well, is his father played by Michael <laughs> Jackson? <laughs> Well, the, the the next sentence I was going to say oh, after um... <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got like a vivid imagination that seems to possibly be some sort oh, of. A... <laughs> I need to shut up. <laughs> he's got a imagination. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Um... He seems to be able to like. He's got a special power, like he can control certain things. Um. And yeah, he's got a bit of a shit life because his mum's recently died and his dad's Would you become say that an aggressive life's a bit alcoholic. Strange? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, so he actually does have he, abilities then? Well, it, it's a bit ambiguous. It kind of makes out that he does, but then it's all it in his makes head. out that it's, it's all in his head. So right. you don't actually know. Um, and his, his dad's like just an absolute waste of ruse proper into his booze and he's struggling to deal with raising a kid by himself because his wife just died and for me playing through it it took me an hour and a half um i think right. average playthrough probably about two hours tell you what let uh, me weigh in and then you can go on tell me <laughs> what on. i've missed right <laughs> yeah. so i started playing this game and you play as this young lad again macaulay Culkin fucking look like spot on fallen well done um the thing the issue, so I've got issues with this game, and I've not finished it. 10, 15 minutes is all I could stomach of it, basically. And I really like the Life is Strange game. For all its faults, I love that game. Um, it feels like, one, if you've ever played Life is... If you've not played Life is Strange, you're not going to get a lot of the references, I'm going to say, but it feels like it's copied their dialogue, including the dad's copied their style of dialogue and the things that he says, and I think that just does not work whatsoever it it works when you get these little hipster teen girls you know what i mean but between a dad and his son i thought absolutely not a fucking chance dog shit this kid's like he's in just this horrible horrible situation where his dad is an alcoholic fucking knobhead and he's kind of in this trailer park you know and his dad's like yeah you know go off and you know entertain yourself go play outside and stuff like that and as I've stressed many times on this fucking podcast, I hate <laughs> games that are like, you know, I play games to be fun and I don't find this situation fun, you know, to play. And I mean, apparently like, like you're going to get into now, I'm presuming Fallon is, there is mm. more to this and he's apparently meant to, I don't know, have a good imagination or whatever, but I just had to switch it off because I felt like, it's just a horrible fucking game. And 
not only is it a horrible game, the whole dialogue and the way that they speak to each other just doesn't fit the subject anyway. So it's not believable, yet still horrible, which is kind <laughs> of the feeling that I had. So what have I missed? Well, you say it's not fun. Did you shoot your dad with a Nerf gun? Yeah, I did. And he's like, starts like, oh, you got me. I'm going to die. Like playing on with, playing along with his son. It's like, if you if you got that much of a good relationship with your son, go fucking play with him. You know what I mean? You sat there drinking beers. You, your son's cleaning up. Like, I I played it, right? So, like, basically, it's one of these games um, that you can go off and do. Like, the whole gameplay side of it is you interact with the environment or you, you know, dialogue trees and stuff like that. And it's kind of a lot of it's your own decision on what you choose to do. And, like, I don't know. I'm a fucking mug. Like, I was cleaning up his beer cans for him and everything and washing the fucking pot. I was going to say, I, I recycled sat... the beer cans for him. Mate, that's what I mean. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I expect more than a little fucking cameo of you going, uh, you shot me. Fuck off. <laughs> and on the flip did, side, did you put that, the washing machine on as well. Yeah. Because if my kids had just shot me with a nerf gun, I'd have fucking decked him. There you go. <laughs> Is that why your lad's currently got a broken leg? Now, yeah? yeah, whatever. <laughs> He won't do that again. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, th- I, I get you with the dialogue, but I didn't really interact with the dad that much other than, um, you know, the start when you had to. I was just completing the quests in the game that you've got to do, um, which I quite enjoyed. You know, some of them were quite good. You've got to find all these little his superhero toys and his supervillain toys so that he can then go colouring in on his little picture. He goes on an adventure to find um, a costume to wear, and he finds some spray paint, you know, to colour in his costume and stuff like that, and you get to pick what sort of costume you want. That was good. You know, there was a lot in there that I thought was quite... I don't want to say cute, but I can't think of anything else to say. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Not selling me on Um, So... (laughs) What <laughs> a cute little boy. <laughs> Michael Jackson, Macaulay Culkin. The said cute. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. That's what you had to say. <laughs> um, but, all right then, so a question then. Um, if Life is Strange 2 is solely based around this character and this is the lead character, are you sold on a... I mean, they've already announced the price of Life is Strange, haven't they, which is like 35 quid, which is a lot more than what the original cost. Mm, if, that's true. If this is based around this, solely this character and this character is the lead character, are you invested? I'm going to say yes, but let me just go into that a little bit. Um, for me, this this one and a half hour demo had similarities to Gone Home um, because without the dialogue, it's essentially... Um, it's like a walking sim. So Gone home with he's, shit, he's just though, walking along. I mean, he's literally saying everything that makes me hate games. Walking sim, gone home, done. Oh, but, no, yeah, I, I see but that. But you obviously enjoy them, them, and a lot of people me, do enjoy them. So, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It's It's got a lot more to it than... Boosh, you've played DRS for, haven't oh, you? Oh, God. Now, that, that game is awful. But this... Um, Gone Home I, I really enjoyed and this had a more similarities to that and the story is a bit interesting and the whole father-son relationship opens up a little bit more, you know, as you get towards the end of it and you like find these letters that you read and stuff and 
there's a lot more going on than what you think on the face of it. And I found it just really interesting. And I would definitely play um, Life is Strange 2 if it's about him. Well, you'll be on your own, mate, and you'll be buying it because I tell you now, if Life is Strange Whoa, 2 is based sorry. around this little kid, I'm fucking done. out. Don't hold, care. hold on a minute. D- didn't realise I'd have to be buying it, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just wasn't impressed. And I, I just don't like this whole... I mean, this does it... This is This actually tells a story about, you know a child that's been abused or fucking just has a shit life anyway. So at least it's, at least it's just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's not like fucking Celeste. That's like a complete different game that tries to tie in depression into a fucking, See, you know, hardcore platformer. Yeah. It's not trying to throw it in. The, the game is about this. It's yeah, about yeah. his, his dad struggling so hard trying to raise him and he misses his wife so much. It's about a 10 year old who doesn't have a mum. And he's getting bullied in school, you know. Spoilers. It, it's not trying to pretend. It's not trying to pretend to be anything. It it is that thing. So yeah, that's why it doesn't feel as much of a you know a slap in the face. Yeah, and obviously like that. Yeah, it is that. But I mean, it's just I hate it in movies as well. To be fair, so I think that's just my own personal taste. Like I can't even sit down and watch a movie about stuff like that because I like to watch movies that I find enjoyable. You know, like chuck a bit of gangsters in there, a bit of heroin or something. I'm, I'm all there. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it's like abused kids and stuff. I thought that. I don't want to know. I mean, I'll be honest. The only reason I played this game is because I knew it was only about an hour and a half, and I knew the podcast was coming up. So I thought I need to play something, and it was free. And I what? Oh, it's free. That's always the main thing. But I just thought I'll play this because I mean, we've all been on a bit of an e-free slump anyway, aren't we? So I just thought I'll play something nice and easy. And I, I, you know, I played it in an afternoon and still had time to go watch the football. So it was a perfect little game to play for me because it didn't take up too much time. To be fair, it's better than my contribution to this podcast because I, I tell you what I've played this week. Uh, I've played 10 minutes of uh, Captain Spirit, 10, 15 minutes or whatever. I've played about five minutes of uh, Forza Horizon 3 and I've played maybe about an hour of Resident Evil 7. Literally, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> bought an Xbox X. Got to put it in there. Uh, couldn't hold out, even though that I convinced myself I wasn't going to buy one and wait for the next Xbox. I just thought, eh, fuck it, why not? Um, got, the, got the money there, why not? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Money, 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 money. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so basically all I've been doing this week is kind of flicking through little bits of games just to see what they look like on an Xbox X. And I've got a safe, Alan, beesh. I don't see it. Like, I don't get what the hype is. Um, I think it's a very similar situation to you with Crash Bandicoot, Fallen, where I'm playing games and I'm, like, playing Resident Evil 7 on a 4K OLED TV. Get that in there as well. On an <laughs> Xbox X. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And then... Um, but I don't see the graphical improvement compared to what I got on the PC. And I don't see the graphical improvement on Forza Horizon. Though I know it's probably there, and if I was to see it side to side, in my mind's eye, it looked exactly the same as what it always has done, if you know what I mean. But... No, definitely, especially if you've been playing, I mean, let's be honest, 2016, 2017, you were almost exclusively a PC gamer, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very like, I do feel very underwhelmed with that and the PlayStation uh, Pro. Like, 
there is no massive graphical improvement. There's no like jump from PS one to PS two or PS two to PS three. There's none of that in there. It just seems like I think the improvements are there, but there are subtle changes. You know, like maybe the shadows better, or or to be honest, I've seen side by side YouTube videos to try and persuade me to buy Resident Evil Seven, which I do get obsessed before I buy something and convince myself it's a good idea to spend 50 quid on the eShop, whatever, um, <laughs> for a game that I already own. <laughs> um, but... I mean, I honestly think the improvements is very much 720p to 1080p. No, yeah, there's definitely that, but there's also, like, the frame rate, which the original Xbox struggled with Resident Evil yeah. compared to this. There's also, um, like, obviously with the TV, like, OLED, like, in HDR, there's a difference between the colours and the dark, you know, the blacks and stuff. Yeah, I was going to um, ask you that, yeah. Racist. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and and also, like, if you actually look at, like, comparisons, you know, someone that's really zooming in on the picture, Yeah. a lot of it's to do with, like, the shadows and the lighting and stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's stuff that the older consoles just couldn't deal with. And it's all stuff that adds to it. But again, in my mind's eye, that's what it's always looked like. You know, like, it's not really, like... I jump out and go, fucking hell, this looks amazing. You know, like, it, it's not that much of a jump. It's nice. Yeah, it's something that you probably wouldn't like... be able to notice by eye, but if you had it side by side sort of thing, you'd be able to go, oh, yeah, I can see that. Like you said, you, you probably need to, like, zoom in on the specifics. It's not something that you could go, like, when you went from standard definition to high definition for the very first time, it was like, I could see the fucking difference. Yeah, or 2D to 3D. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there was, like, massive differences. And, in fact, to be honest, from PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4, I saw the difference. But this is, mm. like, this is just not that much there. You know, like, the, the difference between PS3 to PS4 was the size of the worlds and stuff. You know, that's what this new generation's brought, not yeah. necessarily a graphical improvement. It's been the amount of things they could have on the screen at the same time. Yeah. And... Because this is like a half-generation leap, what this has done is it's added the detail back in that they've had to cut back from to fit that amount of stuff on the screen, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah, I but understand what you mean. Because it's all minor details, it's not something that, unless you're really scrutinising it, it's not really something that you could look at and go, oh my God, yeah, I can tell the difference. Yeah. But... Like I say, though, unless you're playing them side by side, I've got no doubt that if you were playing them both side by side, you'd know which was the better one. Yeah, but who's who's honestly going to do that? Maybe me. Cold cut to Dale's house and he's doing (laughs) it. Just just to convince myself you've not made a mistake. Yeah, whatever. Um, But. You bought a new console, didn't you, Vish? Yeah, yeah, I bought a new console. Uh, Granted, mine only cost £9. Result. Wow, that that sounds like a good bargain. Oh yeah, it was a really good bargain. Um, you both might know this, especially Fallon. It's known as the Steam Link. Yeah. Well, I know it. I just don't have a fucking clue what it is. So basically, yeah, the Steam Link. It's um, it basically looks like a uh, Android box, uh, or yeah. like a, an Amazon Fire TV box. Uh, you plug it into your your router, or it has a Wi-Fi capabilities. Um, it comes with a HDMI lead and an Ethernet cable and a power cable. Uh, you plug it into a TV, and as long as your PC is on and your Steam account, your your Steam app is open, you can 
connect this Steam Link via HDMI and power to any TV in your house and connect it to your um, your router and play your Steam games on any TV in your house. So it needs to have your PC switched on at the same time? Your PC needs to be switched on. Um, you can set your PC, uh, which I did before the podcast started, to turn on via LAN cable. So instead of you having to go upstairs, turn your PC on, go onto Steam, go downstairs, you can literally just sit your Steam box, turn it on, and it'll automatically turn your PC on. All right. That's cool. What happens if you're connected by Wi-Fi to your PC? Would that not work? No, it works. Like all, Literally, all you need to do is just... It, because you're not connected to your PC. You're connected to your router from the Steam box, the Steam link. Right. Uh, and then all it is, all it's doing is sending a signal to your router saying, turn on this address, and it'll turn your PC on via the LAN port. Fucking hell, that's decent. Yeah. Do you know so, what? I wish I'd have known that because I'd have bought one when it was on offer then. Well, I, I bought one and I was only posted it up on WhatsApp, didn't I? Yeah. I'd, yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you already buy one, Boosh? Or did I, you buy yeah, it when you I already see me bought, I, I already bought one. Right. Because I bought one, I'm just, it's not turned up yet. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> oh, waiting for it. You know, it's not gone to your own house, has it? <laughs> it has, actually, yeah. Probably. Yeah, fucking. Oh, no, it, it definitely good has, at doing but... that when you go to order stuff, like ordering it first, and then it just turns up. And then it sells out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, what ga- so what games have you been playing on it? Well, I have access to all my games on the library. and Right, so every game that's on Steam, you've got access to it? Every 300 games I've got access to. All 300 right. games. And the game I chose to play was Final Fantasy IX. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> So you you got access to every game you own on Steam. You're on Humble Bundle, everything you own. 300 odd games. What games do you want to play? Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> oh, I can stream it to my massive TV. Or should I play something that'll take advantage of like you know this TV's size and the capabilities? Ah, oh yeah, the game came out in the year 2000. <laughs> I've just got to the car, plug it into my Switch dock, and stream it to my Switch. Yeah, not not even a good Final cool. Fantasy game. Shots fired. Mate, you know what? I was going to get into this debate with you, but I'm not going to because we're running at like 51 minutes. (laughs) You do that as a special when I'm not here. We'll save that. Next time Fallon's not on, me and Booze are going to get into a massive Final Fantasy debate. Uh, Don't look forward to it. You'll probably fucking zone out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm sure we can squeeze that into an hour. Yeah, but... (laughs) Sorry, just one last question then around this Steam link. Um, so, what graphics is it pumping out then? Is it pumping out what your PC does? Like, how does it actually work? Yeah, so you can basically set it up to pump out the display. Um, so even though my display is 2K on my PC, my TV downstairs is obviously only a HD TV, so it can only peasant. produce... Yeah, peasant. 3D TV, though. But... Um, <laughs> It's a. Uh... I've got one in my bedroom. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so my, my uh, so my display downstairs it's only 1080p. So obviously it only goes to 1080p. Uh, yeah. But but it'll run it at like 
the graphics that your PC could pull out. So if you're running it on Ultra on your PC, it'll run it on Ultra on your TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. The only thing it'll downscale is my resolution. So what's the delay on it then? So say like you were playing like a Twitch-based first-person shooter, is there a delay on it so, so where that would matter? Um, or, or you're not sure? I don't think, don't there, know, is, I don't I mean, think there is a delay. I don't think there is actually a delay. Um, so whilst I'm playing downstairs, if you're if someone was sat on my PC, they'd be able to watch me play downstairs on the PC, and it'd be like no difference. Like as soon as I jump, for instance, it'll be instantaneous on the PC. Mate, next time this goes on sale on Steam, right? You need to post it all over the Twitter, and you need to remind all over the Twitter, all over Twitter. Sorry, and remind me because. I did not know that it was that good. And if it's as good as what you're saying, it will definitely get me back into my Steam library, which is fucking endlessly growing. And I'm not even playing on it. No, yeah, it's really, really, really good. Um, the only downfall I had was the fact that I've got um, obviously one PS4 controller and one Xbox One controller. Uh, the Xbox One controller works, but only works via USB. But the PS4 controller works via Bluetooth, which was... A bonus. But apparently an Xbox One S controller works via Bluetooth on it. That's right, I've got two of them, it's fine. I've also got an Xbox One X controller, so uh, (laughs) putting it out there, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, You can get a a dongle though that makes the original Xbox controllers work via Bluetooth. Can you not um, hook one of them up to it? Probably, but I think the dongles were about 20, 25 quid, aren't they? Yeah, I was going to say, it's like an extra 15, 20 pounds you'd have to put towards it. I might as well just yeah, fucking d- buy a new controller. A side conversation, Fallon, did I ever give you a dongle back? I can't actually remember. <laughs> I think I'll let you keep it, if I, I remember right. Do you I say you let him keep it, it is, or but... you just stop asking for it back? I felt a little bit guilty <laughs> when he buys 200 games a year. So... <laughs> I don't even know where it is. <laughs> but now that it's worth about 20 quid mate it's going straight on ebay if i ever find it i'm just gonna tell you i've lost it <laughs> there we go um, but yeah th- as you can probably tell listeners gaming still I-, I feel like we're still in that e3 slump to be honest like most of the big games haven't started hitting yet uh crash bandicoot you're not classing as a big game and ease whatever is two year old a game from f- two three years ago so mm. Uh, Captain Spirit, mate. <laughs> the amazing adventures. Sorry, you need to say. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll tell you one thing that isn't slowing up, though, is the endless supply of anime that you've got here uh, when you've not actually watched that much anime before. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Uh, finally caught up on Attack on Titan Season 2 this week, lads. I say this week, today. Kind of got this to this morning, thought, shit, what I'm going to talk about on the podcast. Bash through the whole of Season 2 of Attack on Titan just for something to talk about you got there um yeah got some issues what the fuck happens in this fucking anime like so i've watched it loved it oh i say loved it got issues with it um but like it kind of it's all over the place so attack on titan the original series come out right and you had loads of people talking about this series that wasn't even into anime like attack on titan season one was basically a phenomenon a phenomenon but i don't even know what the word is you know like loads of people were talking about it and it was like massive and then there was that massive break between them like 
between season one and season two. And it seems to be that since season two's come out, it's just kind of died a death. Now, as someone that really like mainly watches dubbed anime rather than subbed, I obviously waited for the dubbed version to come out and I've only just got back around to watching it. Um, and I kind of get it. Like, it's kind of scattered all over the place this season two of it. You know, like, there's stuff that happens in it that's never really fully explained and there's decisions that the characters make without going into spoilers, just a brief overview of it. There's decisions that the characters make that it's not really explained why they made them decisions. Do you know the bits I'm talking about or do I need to go into it a little bit more? If you just go into it a tiny bit, I'm not sure. I mean, Boosh probably knows exactly what you're talking about. I can name the exact minute in what episode it happens. <laughs> right, so, but, uh, so about halfway on. through the season, um, something happens and basically these evil characters take these good characters and then about two episodes later, these good characters decide to go with these evil characters and like then the evil characters are, are they good, are they bad? You know, like... And, it's kind of like this whole mood changes without it really fully explaining itself or I felt like it... I mean, to be fair, Lily was around my one-year-old baby daughter at the time that I was trying to watch it and she was very hot and fucking whiny, so maybe I've missed something. But it just felt like the mood completely changed in this anime and it was never really explained and it felt like it was proper, like, it was going this way, then that way, then this way and it just change with the fucking wind you know what i mean and it's it never really explains itself did you not feel that when you were watching it um um go on boosh i'll let you go first not really i think i'd know which bit you're talking about i mean the problem is is i kind of read the manga past that point um when the season one well the season two kind of gap period was on uh because i just couldn't be asked waiting um, so I kind of like, when watching that, I knew what was happening and I knew what was going on because I'd read it in the manga. Now, whether or not I knew what was going on in more detail because I still had the scene of the manga because it, it's very similar. Um, the Does way the manga go into it in more detail than what the anime covers? See, I can't really say at this moment because I don't know whether or not I saw more detail in the manga or saw more detail in the anime. It's kind of all or, just blurred into one. Yeah, it's kind of just merged. It's because it's so kind of accurate to the way the manga was portrayed. The way the anime's gone, it's kind of followed the manga word for word. So, um, yeah, so it kind of like just blurs into kind of one, see, one media like source for me. It's kind of, Attack on Titan for me, is kind <laughs> of all over the place. Like it jumps in time periods. It jumps in like... You know, like, it'll go back, forth, you know, in time. Mm. Or it'll jump from, like, one person's point of view of a situation to another person's point of view of a situation. But there never seems to be, like, a divide in it. And, I mean, I've got more issues with it, but the main thing for me was, like, the story. Just, there was no... There's never been any build-up to, like, these characters for me in either of the seasons, really. So... Attack on Titan, the original series, gripped me right from the start because it had that that no character was safe feeling. You know, like you could be watching it and then the next episode, one of these characters that you've slowly started to get to know gets murdered straight off and it's like, oh yeah, they're dead now. And then you'll watch it and then another it's character... The Sorry, it's the way they get murdered as well in just such an unceremonious way. Like, yeah, you're not important. See you later. Yeah. 
And it's, I mean, so that gripped me about Attack on Titan. So then, and I was all in, like dying for season two. I think by the time season two come about, I'd already watched Game of Thrones a lot. And I feel that Game of Thrones has almost kind of stole Attack on Titan's thunder because that is what makes Game of Thrones so good is the fact that no character is safe. The difference between Game of Thrones is you've invested in them characters by the time that they die. So I feel like Game of Thrones does it a lot better than what Attack on Titan does because, again, watching through the second season, a lot of characters die in the second season and I'm watching it and this person's like getting his arm ripped off or this person's getting murdered and I'm like... I don't even know who you are. You know what I mean? It's like, you've kind of been in the anime for like an episode and a half. You know, like, I don't actually care that you've died now. You know, whereas the start of the first season, you know, like, fuck it, spoilers for an anime that's however many years old. The first episode where, like, his mum gets murdered, like, straight away, like, that was gut-wrenching and kind of had me invested through the whole of the first season. Yeah. You know, like, and then these characters that he goes training with and stuff that end up dying... You know, and the twists and turns in the first season, like, had an impact. Whereas with the second season, it's almost like, well, this is what worked in the first season, so let's do more of the above. But because, obviously, it's a lot shorter season, there's only 12 episodes in this one, it just didn't have that build-up. I didn't have that character investment in the characters. Yeah, I I mean... Without spoiling too much... uh... Trying to think where it's up to now. Um, I'd say expect something like that to happen in season three, which is started airing this month. Um, you see, the the, the thing is with it started airing this month. Sorry, it started airing this month for you. The dub, ver- I mean the sub version. Oh, the dub version doesn't start airing until next month. So uh, we'll talk about it then. That's oh, all right then. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, um, I mean. The thing is with Attack of Titan, the one thing I'll say to you to expect is when it gets to about so, h- halfway through. Right, so sorry, just just to set up the listeners, because I know this already, like you've read either all or majority of the manga, I think, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably like three quarters of the way through it. Right, so you can obviously speak about without telling us what the story goes to, you can sort of speak about how it develops. Yeah. So how far are the anime through the manga now? Say if you're three quarters of the way through, Mm. how much have you read, which is actually of the anime? A quarter, possibly. Maybe less than that, a fifth. You're talking at least, what, another four seasons you are ahead in the manga? Um, possibly, depending on many episodes, because I know the season three's got 24 episodes on it, so... Oh, has it? I oh, is it back that. up to 20? Yeah, yeah. I think they've, they've probably gone back to that rather than doing the 12 episodes, because it feels like in season two, the progression, like, not much happened. If you look at season one, he started off as a little kid, and he's grown up, and now he's... They are who they are, and they're in, like, a, a squad and everything, like a really good squad. Whereas in season two... Not a lot happened comparatively, so I to think be honest, thought... I think season two literally covered forty-eight hours. That's what I mean. I know it's pretty it? sure that's what it does. I mean, I say pretty sure. I watched it this morning. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent <laughs> sure that it only covered forty-eight hours. Yeah. So it's like exactly. Well, there you go then. Poss- yeah, possibly. Yeah. Which is probably why you didn't really have much character development into that. Um, but yeah. Um, 
So I'm a good few seasons ahead, put it that way. Probably three or four seasons, maybe. Um, but I'd ex- I'd say to you, expect maybe roughly around season five. Yeah, it could be more seasons than ahead. But anyway, regards to that, I'd say expect around about season five for the entire story to completely change. Because I got halfway through the um, where I am now in the manga, I got ha- to the halfway point, um, and I hadn't, I had a fucking clue what was going on. Like it just, just the story. It went from a, a an action packed manga to a political manga, and it just went like very political, and all these flashbacks were happening, and. I, <laughs> It's more aware in the anime flashback, so it's easier than when you're reading it in a manga because it doesn't give you any indication that it's a flashback. So you, you're thinking... Yeah, it's not like it can do the little, like, you know, cut to it or, like, the, the things around the screen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Easy. You just introduce these new characters and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I've fucking got a clue what's going on. Um, It, it, it does mean, get interested. It does get... Not saying that it, it kind of goes shit. It does still keep its... It does still keep interesting, but when you're going through this kind of political part of the manga, you're thinking to yourself, right, okay, like throw that in maybe because it is detrimental to the story. But at the same time, I want to see people get fucking torn in half. You see, the problem I've got with it, right, like I had such high hopes for Attack on Titan, and I'll be honest, like they've been dashed. Like I'm not... I probably will watch season three, but it's not like it's something that I'm dying to see. You know, like, I'm kind of going to watch it just for the sake of watching it. The problem I've got with it, so we're 36 episodes in to Attack on Titan as a whole now, right? And season two ended with them looking at each other going, what's going on? Oh, we don't know what's going on. Why is this happening? Who are these Titans? Who are this? I'm fucking 36 episodes in, you know what I mean? That's a fucking massive investment. And... I get that it's Attack on Titan style to have all this action and like almost no context to why this action is happening and it's all about their struggle of trying to survive while figuring out what's going on. But at 36 fucking episodes in, when you're introducing Titans and other creatures and stuff that are in it, with still no context of what's actually going on. It's kind of like getting me to a point of going, I'm bored of you now, you know what I mean? Just... Tell me what the story oh, is and let's, let's develop honest, the story. You you stopped watching it because we were all watching it as it was coming out, season two, and you stopped after a few episodes last time, didn't you? Yeah, because it's just like it's it just this season just felt like a just a scatter shot, you know, like it's almost like it's almost like this was like a bridging gap of the season. So this should be like one point five and the next season be season two. Because like you said, Fallon there's not a lot that's happened in this season. And if anything, it's made me ask more questions than it's answered. Like, it's introduced new characters and new, you know, subplots and stuff. And it's kind of gone, oh, look, these exist. And that's it. That's that's all this season's done. It's not gone, oh, this is the story. And it's not showed me a story. It didn't even finish the story arc it was following. It's kind of gone, oh, look, this is a story arc that we're doing. Right, mm. end of season. Well, wait till yeah. next season now, uh, and it's just I, I kind of I find it pretty fucking I don't know obnoxious. I, mean, I like I mean, that word obnoxious. 
I mean, the first... Disgusting. <laughs> the, the first season, the story revolved around a certain item that the main character had around his neck, didn't it? And about them... To be honest, I can't I, I can, remember. The key. Yeah, the key. <laughs> you know... You see, was, I, can, I don't remember that. So the key for the basement, so that's the reason why they traversed back to his house. You don't remember Do that? You know what? I don't remember that. I yeah, might I, need to I, I watch through season that, yeah. one again. Right, okay. So that was basically the... Well, I'll, I'll say it wasn't the main story. You know what? It, it Fuck was... it. Let's, let's spoil season one of Attack on Titan. Respect <laughs> it to me. <laughs> Apologies. Right, so, 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 right. Switch off now, right? We're, we're going to talk about fairy tale after this. So if you that interested, leave <laughs> a time code for when we start talking about fairy tale. But if you've got any interest for spoilers on Attack on Titan season one, switch off now. Right? Three. <laughs> Two, one, switch off. What the fuck happened in season one? Because I don't remember. It was years ago when I watched it. Right, okay. So if you remember the first episode of Attack of Titan, when Eren keeps asking his dad about what he's doing in the basement, he's like doing work in the basement. So his dad tells him like... You're not allowed to look. So his dad's like, you know, I'll go on this mission and then when I get back, we'll go, well, I'll tell you what's going on in the basement. And then whilst that happens, that's when the Titans attack. So, blah, 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 fast forward a few episodes. Um, Evan keeps having visions of his dad telling him, during the, during the Titans attacking his hometown, he has visions of his dad crying and saying to him, you know, uh, make sure you, you need to find out the truth, check what's in the basement, and he gives him the key. So, fast forward, he tells, like, the um, scout brigade, you know, oh, this is my dad's key. He says, like, all oh, the answers that we need are in his basement. So they try and take him back. Shit goes south. And then that's when they find out another Titan exists, um, which is the female Titan. And then they find out that the female Titan was the girl that was in there in the scout machine. Yeah, I remember machine. that bit. Yeah. yeah. So, so the last episode was literally Eren and this female Titan fight each other in the centre of the um Yeah, I remember all that bit. Wall rolls and then it ended when um she was encaved in crystal and I think that's how the season ended, wasn't it? That and um, the wall crumbled a little oh, bit. Oh the wall yeah the wall crumbled and you could titans see one of the inside Titans there. inside the wall. Right. So that's that's so- how season one ended. So where's this key in season two then? Because oh. that key is not mentioned at all in season two. Mate, you're not going to find out until fucking like season five. Right, but this is what I mean. It's like, and this has been my issue with Attack on Titan. So that whole fucking plot point, I mean, to be honest, it's their own fault because it took them that long to release a season two. Yeah. But then obviously it took me that long to watch season two as well. That whole plot point, I don't remember. and. Never in season two is that reference to whatsoever. You know what I mean? I remember the bit about the female Titan and stuff, and that's referenced to. Never once is that key reference to. And if that's like was a major plot point of season one, then why was that not brought up in season two? Well, who were all these other Titans and characters that were introduced in season two? Why are they? Why were they not explained by the end of season two? You know what I mean? None of it's explained. Well, what? They're just sort what? of dangling loads of different little plot points. And I'm 36 episodes in and still nothing's been explained. Well, what I found out 
reading the manga was the kind of they, they kind of introduce something to the story. So, for example, season one, the key to the basement. So you're like, oh, right, I want to find out what's in this basement now because it's supposed to be like really important. And then they'll go, oh, hang on a minute, we'll introduce this. For example, season two, the new Titans. Oh, right, they've got these new Titans now. So I know I know Aaron's a Titan, and I know this girl's a Titan. Could um, these Titans be other people? Who are they? Like, what are they doing? Oh, we'll ignore that, and we'll go back to the key now. Oh, yeah, shit, I forgot about the key. And then I'll go, right, okay, we're on our way for, like, we'll talk about the key now. Oh, wait, we'll introduce this. And then we'll introduce things in the middle of it. And then when you get, like, to three or four different introductions or something, they'll go, oh, yeah, we'll go back to this key now. Oh, and this is what's in his basement. And you'll go, oh, fucking hell, yeah, I wanted to know what was in there fucking about four seasons ago. Oh, the- porn mags all this time. <laughs> these new, these yeah. new titans, this is who these new titans are. Oh, fucking hell, no, wait. They, they kind of, like, execute it poorly, but the execution is kind of worth it because... The payoff's worth it. Yeah, the, the execution's done shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The payoff is worth it. Um, Because when I when I was reading the manga, I was like, oh, fucking hell, no way. Oh, fucking hell, no way. I was like... Yeah. But, then, but then at some point, I was like, who's he? What the fuck's going on? I actually... Yeah, and... That's me. Like, these characters have been dying or other characters have been coming back into it and I'm like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't even know who you are. And then 30 seconds later, they die and it's like, oh no, he's died. And it's, I don't even know who he was. And yeah. then the person that's gone, oh no, he's died, dies as well. And then it's like, who are you again? It's like, fucking, yeah. I had to go on a I mean, forum and I was like, can anyone explain me what's happened in this chapter? And someone had to dumb it down for me. And I was like, right, okay, now it kind of makes sense. I didn't know it was a flashback. I was wondering what oh. all these fucking pl- people were. Side plot, do you remember when I tried to do that about fucking Tokyo Ghoul? Someone explained to me how Tokyo Ghoul oh. fits together. Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking took about four people explaining it for about an hour before I got it. <laughs> But if you're tuning back in now, uh, you've basically missed me ranting about Attack on Titan. Uh, once you've caught up, which you've probably already caught up anyway, uh, listen and call me an idiot. But uh, moving on from that anyway, um, Fallon, you've been watching Fairy Tale. Actually fucking getting into another anime that's got, what, 200 plus episodes in, which you swore you would never do again. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the... 700-ish episodes of Naruto and, you know, just getting through, like, 10, 15, 20 a week and the amount of depth it can go into. And I kind of miss that because the anime I've been watching recently is fairly short in comparison. So I just wanted a bit more of that. Um, So that's why I've gone for Fairy Tale because I think Boosh recommended it for me. The the issues I'm having with it so far is that, because I'm I'm about 12, 13 episodes through, um, is that... it sort of joins the story where the main characters are already really strong and quite old whereas like normally say naruto my hero academia etc they're a, they're a bit younger like you know preteen or just turning like 13 or whatever yeah one piece and did that as well though didn't it where one piece like he was already powerful by the time they joined the story yeah um and i'm i am enjoying it a bit but I just want to know if 
there is going to be progression, which is why I'm just going to ask Boosh now. Um, does the scene to be a lot of progression 50, and stuff like that? In. Correct, correct, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a recurring theme, really. Um, they are powerful, but then later on in each arc, they come across someone who's more powerful, and they in, then in turn work on becoming a bit more powerful than that. It's a bit like Dragon Ball Z. Um, Do you know what? I was literally just about to that say sense. that. It sounds like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's, in that sense, it's kind of a bit like Dragon Ball Z, where like they are powerful to begin with. They meet someone who's more powerful than they are. You know, Then they're trying to fight them, and they're trying to get more powerful as they're fighting them. So yeah, there is progression in it, definitely. Right, well, I mean, there is other anime that I want to watch, but I think I, I might just let it be a slow burn for me. But no, that's all I wanted to know. I, I don't really want to speak about it too much. I, I'm enjoying it-ish. I see a lot of people talk about it on Twitter, so I thought I, I'll see how it goes. At the moment, it's just trying to grip you, but once it grabs hold of you, it'll suck you in. <laughs> I'm We're sold. About anime, I'm hey. fucking sold. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'd, I'll let you fucking dabble in that one, Fallon, and then you can educate me, tell me if it's worth it. But. For this week, we will leave it there. Uh, thank you for tuning in and listening. If you're still here, if not, uh, whatever. You're never going to hear this. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CheesyWit. At Fallonator32. At IamBoosh underscore 88. Well done. <laughs> um, and that's been it from us. It doesn't even make sense. I can't even speak anymore. I'm dying of heat exhaustion and lack of liquid. So, goodbye. Oh. Later. See you in a bit. Lads. <laughs> we, have, have we all hit stop already or are we going to... Oh. <laughs>